Hey everyone, Tom Tool here. We partnered with Boomtown in 2016 after using garbage CRMs that didn't scale. Since then, our team went from selling just under 100 homes a year and are now pacing over 700 home sales this year. There is no way to build your business in a sustainable and repeatable way without a CRM like Boomtown. To check out Boomtown and see how you can score $750 in free digital advertising, visit boomtownroi.com slash 5 a.m. call. That's boomtownroi.com slash 5 a.m. call. What is up, everybody? It is 5 a.m. And I'm Tom Tool calling in from right outside Philadelphia. Chances are you think you're a good listener. And people's appraisal of their listening ability can oftentimes be just like the way they assess their driving skills. And most people think they're above average. What is documented and what gets trained a lot in sales organizations and, and just companies in general is that good listeners and good listening comes down to a few skills. Not talking when others speak. Letting others know you're listening through your facial expressions and verbal sounds like a yes or an mm-hmm or exactly, and being able to mirror and match or repeat back what other people have said, basically word for word. And I am not saying those aren't good skills. To me, that is an excellent sales skill. That is a set of excellent sales skills. They may not be the best listening skills. And a lot of management advice that's out there suggests that people should do these things. However, the research and the data that describes people that are excellent listeners tells us something else. And that's why you always got to go look at the data, and this is based on some studies that were done by the Harvard Business Review. And here were the surprising things, and also maybe some things that you expected to hear when it comes to be good listeners. There were four main findings. One, good listening is much more than being silent when other people talk. In fact, people perceive the best listeners as the ones who periodically ask questions that promote discovery and insight. So asking questions back, probing deeper, interacting, that's the skill of a good listener because you're actually trying to extract more information from the subject. Getting that additional info and having a two-way dialogue rather than a one-way speaker versus hearer. The second documents that good listening includes interactions that build someone's self-esteem. The best listeners make the conversation a positive experience for everyone, and we've all probably talked to someone like this in our lives, and it gets people excited. It makes them feel good. That's pretty critical. The third, good listening is seen as a cooperative conversation. Feedback flowed smoothly in both directions during the study, and neither party became defensive at any time. The flip side is poor listeners were seen as competitive, and they listen only to identify errors in reasoning or logic. And that may make you a good debater, not necessarily a good listener. And the fourth was good listeners tend to make suggestions. So in the study uh, that was done, 
good listening included feedback that was provided in a way people that would accept and that opened up alternative paths to consider. So that was all pretty interesting. And then it goes a little deeper that the best listeners, they create a safe environment. Listeners clear away distractions like your phone or your laptop and focus attention on the other person and make the appropriate eye contact. Good listeners also seek to understand what the person's saying. They actually try to capture ideas and ask questions. And good listeners also look out for the nonverbal cues like facial expressions or like perspiration. And it's estimated that even like 80% of what we communicate is body language anyway. So that makes a ton of sense. And Obviously, from all these things, you can understand the other person's emotions and feelings about a topic and asking questions that help people see things in a different light. So that's a lot different than what we've all been taught in sales. And the reason I bring this up is we are coming into a time, whether you're in a management role, you're in a leadership role, or you're in a sales role, that people are going to need you to listen to them deeper. You're going to need to seek to understand more. Pick up on the nonverbal cues. Talk about the nonverbal cues. Clarify assumptions, eliminate distractions, and ultimately just have more empathy when you're talking to somebody. Because now that we're out of this fast, fast, go-go market that we've been in, the people that are going to win in business, whether it's in a leadership role, a management role, or a sales role. So this applies to the single agent, the team member, everybody across the board. You're going to be having tough conversations with folks about what's going on with their home. It's back to a normal market. You're going to be having tough conversations with people on your team if you're a team leader about having to prospect and follow up because they're not used to doing that. You're going to have to have tough conversations with other leaders within your organization about doing the things that are the grinded out strategies that work and get people there long-term, not let's get this someone three or four deals in the next 30 days because the market's that frothy. So if you don't have that empathy and specifically you cannot listen effectively, your company, your business, whatever, whatever it is, your goals, they're going to be left in the dust. So open those ears up, get past the sales side, and seek to understand and do all the things that are documented to be a better listener and a better business person. Catch everyone soon at 5 a.m.